Welcome to Put a Word on It, a podcast presented by Men of Valor. In each episode, we're going to talk with a different man, but each one with a unique journey from brokenness to freedom. I'm your host, Rudy Kalis. I spent over 40 years as a TV sportscaster, then retired and joined the Men of Valor program as a volunteer. So join the conversation. Reconciling men to God, their families and society. Welcome to another edition of Put a Word on It, brought to you by Sage Spring Wealth Partners. We thank them so much for all that they have done. And we're in Knoxville, Tennessee at Valor Way, which is growing. Nearly 30 men are here now. Their lives change after coming out of incarceration. It's exploding in this area. I want you to meet a young man, Austin Steelman. You meet him and you just look in his eyes. I've said to him, the eyes are the mirror to your soul. And he's got an old soul about him. He may only be 23 years old, but he's been through a lot in his life. And listen to him. He talks like a man who understands who he is. You know what? I I heard of several people out there say, you're real mature for your age. Does that seem funny for you to hear somebody say that to you? Yeah. Yeah. In a way it does. Because, you know, as I, as I grew up around people my age, you know, of course it was, it's different seeing how I am and then watching others because I don't I don't know I just don't connect with anybody really my age I've always hung out with older people you know like you know kind of an old soul you think maybe got a little bit of that in you even as a kid yeah yeah wow tell me about growing up um Rockwood Tennessee how big a town it's not big at all (laughs) probably about 5,000 people maybe that's it that's it what kind of a kid were you growing up um, I was good till I was about eleven years old, and then I started smoking weed and and. How do you get weed at eleven? Well, it wasn't um, my mom and dad. They um always told me to tell them the truth about anything I you know I done, so I did. I told them when I was eleven years old, I smoked some weed. Then I started smoking weed with my dad, and then you know at twelve I had sex, and then it was um, I told them about that, and it was all you know everything. I don't know. It was just. Were they okay with it, or yeah, did you get a okay whipping for it? it? No. Okay. No. Yeah, it's all right with it. Is that the way it is in a small town? No, probably not. But the way I grew up, my mom and dad was more like a brother and a sister to me than they was a mom and dad. They must have been young when they had you. Uh no, they about yeah. Of course. Well, my mom was about twenty two, no, no, twenty three. No. Normal age. For, yeah, normal that age. Sort of stuff. I was the last out of four of my mom. My dad. My mom had. She, I have a, ha- a half brother and a half sister, and then one full blood sister. Okay, so. you think all that with the weed and some of the other stuff and all <clears> kind <throat> of snowballed a little bit as you went along? Yeah, my aunt, as I was growing up, my aunt was trying. She always told me, um, "Well, that's going to lead you to that's going to lead you to other things. It's a gateway drug. Uh, no, it ain't. I got this. I know what I'm doing. You know how you think when you're, you know, teenager. What you, kind of you know people, everything? What kind of people did you run with? People that did the same thing." Uh yeah yeah well I started selling weed when I was I started selling weed when I was fourteen, and because I moved my granny had a stroke my mama she had a stroke when I was eleven and I went I went when I started smoking weed then I went she had custody of me and then I start I went and stayed with my mom and dad you know for a little bit and then I went and stayed with my cousins and I was working I was going to school I was in middle school I was going to school and then I was working with my my uncle Tom mowing mowing yard and stuff and that was bringing a little money and then i was you know i just i had to provide for myself you know from where i was living at and so i started doing did it lead you into trouble 
Did it yeah. eventually, yeah, because then I, I, I picked up meth. I got oh, introduced cool. to methamphetamines at 15 years old. and Were you hooked the first time you took it? No, no, but I liked it. I did like it. When I was hooked is when I started um, shooting it. You're how old? I'm 23. Not now, but when you started shooting it. 18. 18. Yep. How bad did it get? It got real bad. To the point of getting incarcerated? Did you get well, it led, it led to that, like... Like, um, I was, I was stealing cars. I was robbing. I was doing, you know, just anything to get high, you know, so. Seems to me, though, you were probably a good kid. You got a great personality about you. So it was just. Yeah, but, but drugs will bring you, in, you know, to darkness, you know, drugs will bring you, you know, the way of, I got a good personality, but. I can have a I can have a whole different demeanor, you know, in 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 a split second. How much jail time did you have to do? I did four years, three and a half, four years. What was that like? First time you walk, you're young. How old were you when you went in? I was twenty. Well, I was nineteen when I went to county jail. I spent two weeks in the county jail and they sent me to prison. All right, you're going to prison. Wham, gate slammed shut. Yeah. What happens inside of a mind of a kid looking around at the age of twenty? Uh. I don't know. Uh, it was it was an experience, you know. Uh, Scary or not? Yeah, when I first yeah when I first got there, and then I got and then I got pretty comfortable. Then I got really comfortable because I was I was I was out there. You were all right. I was good. Yeah, and I was so yeah. Of course, I was scared, but because but I don't know. It's um it was it's it's weird to say because I didn't. I mean, I didn't have no. I didn't have no. I didn't have no, I don't have to pay a water bill. I don't have to pay a light bill. I don't have yeah. to, got you know what I mean? I got food, three meals a day, and I was just comfortable there, you know? I was good there. Is that when you started getting the artwork? No, I had a little bit of it when I was on the street, but then I got a bunch of it filled in. A lot of guys get it when they're in prison. Yeah. Why? Nothing else to do? Well, Sometimes it's to cover up so people don't bother them, so I look bad. Oh yeah, no, no. I just got it because I just had I just had like little stuff here and there. Like I had them words there, and then I just had my last name on the back of my arm, and then I had just that. Uh, it was it says life this way, and then death that way. Ooh. And then I uh I just wanted it all filled in. I wanted it all instead of just one here, one here, one here. So when did life change, and how? Like my when? life for me. Well, in prison, I was still like every now and again I'd veer off to to um. You know, getting high. Uh, I was, I was, I was, I was drinking. People think um, that's not available in prison. Oh it, yeah, it, it, it is. It's, there's probably more dope in there than there is out here. Um, but anyway, I was, I was getting high, and then like six months before I got out, I was going. I'd go to my homeboy cell, and we'd be in there, and uh, they'd be in there passing around a bowl or whatever, and I'd be like, "No, nah, I'm good, man. I just come in here to hang out." And then it come around again, and I would, I'm like, "All right, man, let me hit it." And then something would, something, I'd just feel bad. I'd just feel real bad about it. And I got into the word, I got into the word, you know, I got into the, I got into the Bible and I was, I started, I started to pray because I was going to get out. On your own, just I, started reading. Well, I, I, as growing up, my mama used to take us to, um, to church and stuff as a little kid when I was like eight or nine. And I didn't really, you know, I, I'm, I'm a kid. I don't, I don't really know nothing about it. I don't. Yeah. Whenever I got saved. And um, then I went to um prison in 2020. I was in when I went to prison December 16, 2020. I was in there with my dad. I got put in the cell with my dad. 
Oh, your dad. And um, it was going to church, and then I got saved. I got saved there again. That was, I mean, that was really. That's what I came to my first time getting saved as a kid. I don't really count that because. No, yeah, um, you, you know, may not know exactly but, what um, you're doing. You know, I, I I got saved at that time, and you know, I I was reading a little bit there while I was locked down, and then I didn't I didn't until six months before I got out. I started going to this minute hour thing and heard about it, cause and God God sat me down. And he's like he's like, is this what you want to do? Because it's waiting on you on the outside. So, you know, so it really, it's for real. Yeah. You've been out seven months. I've been out seven months. Gone to a welding school now. Going to a welding. You school. see a future. I try not to make too too big of plans of what I'm gonna do. I just try to go day by day. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because if I just keep if I if if I think about what I need to do six months from now, I'm gonna get overwhelmed and and it's just gonna be too much. So I'm just gonna live it by, day by day. You know. What does it do to you? Because I hear out there some of the people that work here and stuff put their arm around you say, you are really mature for your age. Does that put pressure on you or do you like to hear that? Um, It's good to hear, you know, it's good to, it's good to, I don't try, I don't try, I don't try to, this, this, this is just me. I don't try to, to um, act any type of way or, or I'm not, I'm, you know, by no means I'm not, you know, the, a perfect. I know you're perfect in Christ, but there's, I'm not perfect. You know what I mean? But you, know? I think you found out who you really are, though. Yeah, I have. And that's a neat feeling. Yeah. A lot of people don't know that. Right. So, you know, our programs put a word on it. Yeah. Give me one word that you think comes to your mind when you think about yourself and your walk with our Lord. Mm. Success. Now, why do you say that? Because he's brought me to where I am now. I like that. It's another word we've never had before. Yeah. But you got to work to get there, don't you? That's right. And you're willing to work. Yep. I think you're going to be a businessman someday. I'm trying. I'm trying. <laughs> I love you. You're straight up. Yeah. You're a good man. I appreciate Thank you. you. You're going to do well. Thank you very much. All right, Austin. Well, I like what Austin said, success. I don't think we've ever had anybody say that, but you look at him. You can see that determination. We got done with the interview and he said, you know what? I don't ever straddle the fence. I'm either all in or I'm all out and I'm all in. This is the way my life is going to be. You watch this young man. He's going to be a, well, quite a story for all of us to follow. Thanks for joining us. Join us again next time as we put a word on it. You've been listening to Put a Word on It. We would love for you to subscribe wherever you download fine podcasts. You can rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, or Spotify. Put a Word on It is brought to you by Men of Valor. To learn more, go to movministry.com.